Hi, I'm Isaac, lead pastor of New Hope Foursquare Church. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Our Sunday services are at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. Find out more at www.inewhope.org. Stephen Ministry is all about bringing comfort and care. Becoming a church that really does care. Not just in word, but in deed. Yeah. Well, recently I was in a situation where I was hurting. Um, like we all go through. Anybody been in a place where your soul is troubled, you're a little bit anxious, you're trying to recenter, and you just, you just can't quite on your own? Anybody been there? Yeah, some honest people in the room. Absolutely. I was in that place, and then I was told this person, um, who, by the way, is not a part of this church at all. This is not a church interaction I'm going to talk about here. <laughs> this person I really respect and love was going to come and talk with me and be with me, and I was anticipating, wow, I'm going to be drawn out. I'm going to be able to process my thoughts, and I'm going to be able to be seen and cared for and loved as I was really anticipating, but then I was talked at for almost two hours. Yeah. You, you, you know already, like, uh, this person was talking about some of the things that I was going through, but not once was I invited to express or share my thoughts or what I was thinking and feeling about the whole thing. And so for two hours, I listened politely as somebody else talked. Hmm. It's not what we need when we're hurting. Now, I noticed the irony in this. Some of you came in this morning, you're hurting, and somebody's prattling on up here. (laughs) (laughs) But you knew what you were getting into, I think. It was generally, yeah. yeah. But when you put yourself out there, what you don't need is another lecture, do you? In pain, we need to be heard. In pain... We, we don't need advice. In grief, we need the presence of a person, not trite sayings, for people to blow us off with statements like, well, she's in a better place now. Hmm. We don't need truth hurled at us. We don't need our minds changed. We need space for our souls to breathe. That's what we need in times of pain. Imagine with me for a moment being five years old. You remember being five years old? You're running around, and as five-year-olds do, their coordination hasn't quite caught up with everything, and so invariably, you hurl yourself forward, and your knees take the brunt. Skid, skid, skid. Do you remember that feeling? Are you... I talk, yeah. Now imagine, imagine this is the response, the five-year-old, it's you, you've skinned your knees, you're in pain, and the response of somebody comes to you, and they say, oh, I have good news for you. Your brain right now is organizing the healing effort. First, your blood will start to clot, and then an enzyme called thrombin, it will form a fibrin mesh that strengthens the platelet clumps into stable clots to stop the blood flow. Of course, you will feel a lot of pain, and the reason why is so that you will be aware of your wound so you don't injure it further. Isn't your mind genius? 
And then it gets better. Your body will focus on destroying bacteria and carrying out debris. This is why your wound will weep soon. My wound is going to cry. <laughs> and then, and then, the wound will cover over and become a scab. And you don't pick the scab. <laughs> don't pick the scab. Stop picking your scab. <laughs> now, if you put yourself as a five-year-old, you were just given tons of wisdom <laughs> and truth and expertise and really good advice because parents, have you told your kids, stop picking the scab? <laughs> Spouses, are you telling your spouse to stop picking the scab? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in pain, we don't need a lecture. We don't need an expert. We need somebody to be present, to listen. Somebody who is not expressing the same anxiety that is natural for us as we try to figure out how to live, as Jesus said, not worrying. Hmm. We need for someone to just be with us why God's healing agents do its work. And one of the most important healing agents is people. That's God's ministry to us. Paul gives us a little more insight into that reality. Paul, what I love about reading the scriptures is it's full of real people. And Paul, who is obviously a great theologian, and we're so grateful for his cognitive work, it's always done in the context of relationship with the churches and the people he's ministering to, and there's a whole bunch of realness in it. We see how he's wrestling out his theology and his thoughts and his feelings with other people, and one of the really um, difficult relationships that he had was with the people of Corinth, and Paul loved the people of Corinth, and because of that love, there was great vulnerability with them. Have you noticed that your most important relationships are also the relationships to which you are most vulnerable to be hurt and most likely to hurt? So Paul's relationship with Corinth, out of his love for them, is great vulnerability, and you see Paul wrestling with his hurt and with his pain which is some physical, Paul was beaten, but a lot was emotional at the soul level, being rejected by those that he loved and had given his life for. He loved them deeply, and because of that great love, there was vulnerability and conflict. We can relate. Yeah. Well, Paul writes to the Corinthian church, and in this little verse, we get a little insight into how God comes and heals. Paul says, but God, who encourages those who are discouraged, yes, encourage us by the arrival of Titus. Titus was the one who brought a person, a flesh and blood person, brought comfort to him. It wasn't an apparition. <laughs> it wasn't even 
an angel who brought comfort. We might like the angel, except for when you read about the instances when angels showed up in the scriptures, they always had to say, fear not. That was the first thing they had to say. It's like an angel 101 training. It's like, all right, guys, they're going to be freaked out. They've never seen anything like you before. So the first thing you have to say, no matter else, what do you want to say? You have to say, fear not, because they're going to be freaked out. So when an angel shows up, anxiety increases. <laughs> God sends people to express his comfort and his love. God who encourages those who are discouraged, encouraged us by Titus. When we are in pain, our prayers and our comfort are best answered by the gift of comforting people. Over the next few weeks in the Christmas season, you're going to hear this song. And I want you to think about God sending a person. Long lay the world in sin and error pining Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Fall on your knees. I'm going to interrupt you. <laughs> you should come to our carol sing. On... Yeah. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. Do you know what the word pining means? To pine after is to, is to want and to be almost a little bit frenzied by it. The world was in error and sin, and it was pining for hope. And then what, is the, what do the verses say? Till he appeared. That God brought his son in the flesh to bring comfort to a broken humanity. And in the body of Christ, we have the opportunity to embody God's presence to one another through people is where comfort is brought. And the body of Christ is the representation of Jesus here on earth. And it's visceral and it's tangible. And in the body, we minister to each other. We are called the body of Christ by Paul, who recognized the work of the body on earth. And just like our bodies, we're, it's joined together by many parts, and all the parts have a function, and they work well in unity together to, to heal up those, who, those parts that are injured, to bring strength, to restore, so that the body as a whole can move forward, being Jesus and drawing others into the body of Christ. All the parts work together, but the whole comprises the body. Paul writes about this in Romans, where he says, just as our bodies have many parts, each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. You might see yourself on the list here. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, 
Give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. All this to say, Paul is saying that there are many gifts that attend to the body and build us up. One of the hidden gems of the church is those who are given a shepherding gift. And when I say hidden, what I mean is we, we like the things that are kind of impressive, the, the upfront stuff. And sometimes in the American church, that's the stuff that gets a lot of attention. But in Ephesians 4, as Paul is talking about the various offices of the church, he talks about those who are shepherds. We use the word pastor, but it's a bit of a misnomer for us because we think pastor, oh, the one that's in charge of the church. But actually, shepherd are those who walk with people through pain and difficulty and who are just with them. Hmm. Shepherds walked with burdened sheep and are present and gentle in bringing love. And these help us to get through difficult seasons that we all go through, invariably. But they help us to transcend the pain and then to be able to walk in further maturity. The scriptures testify that nothing is lost on God, and even our pain, as cared for by the body of Christ, can emerge into something beautiful and helpful to God and his work here on earth. Hmm. And as lead pastor, I, I wish that I could do that for all of you. I love that kind of ministry. <laughs> but there's no way, even with just this service, that I personally could attend to the needs that you have. Yeah. And so we have endeavored to follow the advice of Paul we see in Ephesians 4 when he says that the leaders of the church, essentially is what he says, are in charge of equipping the saints for works of ministry so that this comforting and healing work can take place, so that all the parts when growing together will be found to be mature and able to withstand every whim of teaching and all the things that come against us, is what Paul says in Ephesians 4. And so we've done that by bringing Stephen ministry so that we can truly be a church that cares. Stephen ministry is a one-on-one, confidential care ministry. Stephen ministers are those who have gone through a lot of training, 50 hours of training, so that they can learn how to confidentially and appropriately care for individuals, men with men, women with women, to walk one-on-one as long as the care receiver needs so that they can heal through grief, pain, trauma, all the various things that we go through in life. We knew that we wanted to bring that, and so I invited Andrea Larson a little over a year ago. Uh, Yeah to join our team as assisting pastor. And Andrea took a team of six last April back to St. Louis to be trained on how to lead uh, Stephen Ministry. And then we thought we would train some caregivers this fall, and they have completed their first round of training. That is fantastic. Andrea, I think I had, you know, I had the faith as small as a mustard seed, I think, because I said, oh, yeah, maybe we'll have like six care, caregivers after the first round, you know, let's aim small, miss small. That's one of my favorite sayings. And she was like, oh, ye of little faith. Today, we are commissioning 
17 Stephen Ministry caregivers. In addition to her team of six who have also completed the training, so we have 23 people who are being credentialed and commissioned as Stephen Ministry caregivers so that we can be a church that cares. Yes, it is fantastic. (laughs) With hoots and hollers and applause, yeah. Well, Andrea, would you stand? This may be Andrea's least favorite part where I, yeah. But here's one woman who said to me, Isaac, what can I do? And it took us a while to sort through that. But Andrea, look at your influence now. As you've said yes and walked it out, and now what is going to be influenced is way beyond we can even think because you said yes. Andrea, yes. (laughs) Andrea, your mind, your heart, your soul, and your willingness to bring ministry and leadership out of your own healing and in the process of your own healing is just profound. That's all of us, and you're doing it so well. We want to say thank you. So we have a gift for you, and we just want to affirm and say thank you to Dr. Andrea Larson. Andrea will preach on December 8th. You don't want to miss that. I've already read the manuscript, and it's a fantastic teaching. Well, Stephen ministers, these who we are commissioning today, are not for other people. They're for you. Don't discount how you probably need somebody to walk with life with you, life with you, to come alongside. This is what we have prepared ourselves for, to be a church that cares for you, not someone else. This next video will give you a better sense of Stephen ministry and the effect that it has on those who receive care through Stephen ministry. Take a look. The thing I appreciated most about my Stephen minister um, was that she showed up. He was there for me and with me, and it was a very, very special relationship. I really looked forward to that one hour, an hour, I guess, of sanity in a time of of, uh, the world upside down. I really did need a miracle, and my miracle came in the form of my Stephen Minister. It was the interaction, and I think the the Christian connection that really uh, made me feel comfortable to actually open up. I think of my Stephen Minister as a representative of Jesus for me, and as a representative of the church for me. She didn't judge me. She didn't tell me what to do. She just really walked side by side with me. It wasn't about preaching. It was about healing and and the church being there. The easiest way to say it was my Stephen minister helped me to take a lot of things that were in my head, bring them down to my heart, and then bring them out and put them in the hands of the Lord. I'll see her eyes that she's ready to listen, and I'll be I can't wait to share with you. This is what happened this week. This is what happened. It seemed like I could go on again with life. There was hope again. 
sometimes I would look at her and I would just almost see God, you know, because she was just, she was grace, she was faith, she was trust, she was love. She was all of the things that God wants us to be. God placed her in this ministry for a reason. God called her to be a Stephen minister. And because of that, that made me more comfortable to just share whatever I needed to share. And it wasn't a burden to her. And the Stephen minister, the Stephen ministry program, not only saved my life, but changed my life. And I'll forever be grateful to having had a Stephen minister. After having had a student minister, my life is unbelievably different. If you're under anything like the pressure that I was under then, wouldn't you like to be where I am now? You can, you can get there if you take on a student minister. But you can't have the one that I have. You can hear the relief, the relief that can be yours as well. The seat back of the chair in front of you, there's a card, Stephen Ministry card. These will be always available for you. This is not just a thing this morning, but you fill out your name and phone number, email address, and our coordinators will be in touch with you to connect you with a pathway to healing. Our world has more anxiety than ever that is clear The research says it, the news says it, and our spirits identify with it. Allow Stephen Minister to help you as you walk through life. And uh, this is all confidential, and you can um, drop this off in the black boxes in the back as well, and this will all be handled confidentially. And that's a really important component of it. There's no shame. There's no embarrassment. But it is something that you get to just walk with your Stephen Minister through.